real investigative reporting. It's the difference between the Action News Jack style of news and everyone else's. It's a local scam targeting unsuspecting buyers just like you. We investigate every day so you'll know more about how the story impacts your neighborhood. This major waste of tax dollars will impact local families for years. Our reporters don't just cover a story. We investigate, then break down the impact on you. And that's why more people are watching CBS 47 Action News Jacks at 5. It's local investigative coverage you can count on. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Babecast. Thanks for listening. So stoked to be back and appreciate you guys for sticking around. I'm excited for you guys to hear this episode today. She seems like she has no fear, in my opinion. She's super talented. Another person I found from Instagram because, you know, that's just how I roll. She's an active videographer and photographer. Please welcome to Babecast, owner of Digital Lens, Lindsay Miller. Okay, so you are an active photographer and videographer, which is so interesting to me because I feel like it's a very unique thing. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess it is very unique and sometimes people are like, well, are you pigeonholing yourself by doing that? But, you know, I have like a real passion for like covering people working out or like being more active and, and you know, capturing yeah. those moments and stuff. I think that's so cool. Um, so we're going to get into that and how you started with that to begin with, but we're going to talk about you first. So where are you from originally? I'm from Jacksonville. You are? Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Did you go to college at all or no? I went to the University of North Florida. When you were a kid, did you have like a dream job? Like, was there something you're always like, I want to be this when I grow up? Or was there anything? No. There, yeah. It was like, so I had like, I went through this phase where I was like, I would tell everybody that I was like an aspiring like heart surgeon. Like, you know, <laughs> like you'd like, my parents always wanted me like be a doctor, a lawyer. And I would like, I, I remember looking up on Google, like, which one makes the most money? And I mean, I don't know if it's correct, but I was like, heart surgeon, that sounds cool. And then I started taking like math and science classes in high school and I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. It gets, yeah. It's like once you realize how much goes into it, you're like, oh, just kidding. I don't want to do that yeah. at all. Um, so you have a lot of hobbies that are aside from what you do for a living, right? Like I, I saw on your Instagram that you, did you get certified to be like solo skydiving? Is that a thing? Is that what you're doing or is it just, that's just for fun? Uh, yeah, no, I actually have my A license now, which is, uh, you know, 25 jumps and you can reach a point where you can jump with your friends and like do all that, not tandems. That's what people get confused. Like, okay. like oh, so you can be attached to me when I jump out of a plane. I'm like, no, that's a little ways away. <laughs> oh, okay. But is that like your goal? Would you want to do that? Or um, you just like doing it on your own? I just like doing it on my own right now. I kind of am doing it for myself and yeah. it's been a lot of fun. I think it's amazing. <laughs> and like your videos are insane and it's just, it's so crazy that you like, like, I'm such a baby. I've, I don't even like to fly. So I have wanted to do it for a long time, but I've been like a really big chicken about it. Like, yeah. I didn't want to jump out of a really? plane. Like, I oh, was like terrified of the idea. Me. I, yeah. It sounded like, I feel like you just like, you seem like you have like a no fear thing about you that you're just kind of like, I'm doing it. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> but no, actually, like if I would have like had the courage to do it, like when I was 18, I totally would have. And I wish I had yeah. looking back, like I yeah. wish I'd just done it. Um, I don't know if you've ever been on the ride, like the Tower of Terror. Yes. That scares me. I will not go on that ride. (laughs) I went on it when I was younger. Yeah, for sure. But but that's terrifying. It's so scary. And I, for some reason, thought that was what jumping out of a plane was going to feel like. The feeling of falling. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels nothing like that. It doesn't? Um, No. What does it feel like? 
it's it, it's like hard to explain. Um, do you not really feel like you're falling? Like, do you? I don't know if that makes sense. But like, does because you think of that when you said the Tower of Terror, that's immediately your stomach drops to the floor. You know, is it not that intense? It's not that intense because when you're on the Tower of Terror, you're sitting still, and then all of a sudden you're just like dropping. Yeah. You know? But like when you're on a plane and it's going forward, and then you're jumping out um, at like 120 miles an hour, like it's just like you're kind of like canceling out that like stomach dropping feeling. Yes. Um, you might get butterflies a little bit, but like. I've started to look forward to that feeling, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, like the adrenaline rush, I guess, right? Isn't yeah. Because that? that's kind of how it is. So what, you had to go 25 times in order to go by yourself. Is that what you said it was? Or Well, you go through like this, uh, you have to go through ground school. It's like um, a few hours long. You like learn like all that you can about skydiving before you make your first jump. Right. You jump out. There's eight different levels that you have to pass with like an instructor. Um, and then by your eighth jump, you can you're basically jumping out on your own and that's like when you're cleared to solo skydive but you can't get your a license until you have 25 jumps and there's like things that you have to check off your list and like you know i see what you're saying so how many have you done uh 30 oh my gosh is that just for you for fun or is there like do you have anything in mind like would you want to do that as like another side thing like jump out with people eventually or do you just like you just like it you know, I, I don't know. I'm kind of just like riding this wave, seeing yeah. where it takes me. Um, I have like thought about like, you know, I shoot active media photography. I would love to add like skydiving to that. Oh my that. God, that would be amazing. Um, yeah. I think that would that, be so cool. It'd be really fun. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of people do video and skydiving and stuff, but like right. kind of like, you know, adding my own special flair to it. I love like that. Where that goes. So what else are so skydiving is like something that you started doing. What else do you do when you're not working? Like what are some more of your hobbies? Oh, <laughs> you have a lot. I'm I like, just work a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So there's the skydiving thing that's going on right now. But like I don't know, surfing. Oh, okay. Um, cool. I just like to get involved, like or get moving, um, working out, and yeah. just kind of like I, I like to try like different like gyms and places to work out like whether it's yoga crossfit oh, okay um, I was gonna ask you what do you have a favorite or you kind of just like to do it all I like to do it all at okay. this point <laughs> kind of yeah. keep it like um keep you know. your body guessing yeah <laughs> <laughs> I like it um what about guilty pleasures are you into any reality tv I would probably say like the bachelorette okay. like watching the bachelorette are you watching like, yes <laughs> okay so I I kind of fell off a little bit this season we used to host a podcast talking about the bachelor like it was all about it but we I don't know I fell off but do you like Hannah yeah I don't know <laughs> I know I, I watched like for the first maybe the first or second episodes then I kind of stopped and then I just watched this one last week and I'm like oh my god I'm so glad I picked up everybody was pissed because they did like a whole recap so you were probably pissed if you watch it but I was like oh this is great for me because I didn't really catch any of these moments but I heard everybody's a little bit disappointed with that I actually haven't watched that one yet oh okay sorry spoiler alert <laughs> spoiler <laughs> no but I did see that people were upset and yeah you know like I haven't avidly like been watching it as much this season as I have in the past seasons yeah. Because I've just kind of been all over the place Busy. with work. But and it's like, hard when it's like two, sometimes three hours of your night. Like, yeah. It's so long. <laughs> and then you get really invested and then you have like the commercials and can't fast forward. I, I don't record ever. So I don't like- either. <laughs> I know. What's your biggest pet peeve? 
Oh gosh, that's like a really hard question. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Everyone says that, and I'm always like, "Wow, I'm just a big jerk because I have a lot of pet peeves." In my life. <laughs> like, what's one of your pet peeves? Like when people, I feel like it, all of mine are like driving. When people back into spots, I don't know why that bugs me so much, but it really bugs me because they're usually like in my way. <laughs> I, w- I, I a mean, lot I of driving thinking, ones. <laughs> that's what I was thinking too. Because like whenever I go on like a long road trip or something, like I'll have like a friend on the phone or like I'm talking to somebody, and they're just like, the, like I'll make these comments while I'm driving. Yeah. They're just like I'm frustrated. Yes. And they're like it's okay, chill. I know. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I think that's like the most frustrated I get is when I'm driving for some reason. But I don't. I try not to do like the whole road rage thing because that's you know that doesn't work out in most cases. Well, so there there's actually like a roadblock the other day like where we had to take a detour off off of the um oh really yeah off of the highway and um it was the only lane that was open was the the right lane so all like the other two lanes are trying to merge over into the right lane and these people think it's a good idea like I I don't know if they realized that it was all merging into one lane right but they started going on like the side like that drives me crazy (laughs) oh my gosh I hate that but it was like then two lanes had formed and then the construction workers had like blocked off them so then they had to merge back into the lane that and I'm, then they cut you so they cut me yeah but I was just That's <laughs> I was on so- the phone with my friend and I'm just sitting there looking at them smiling as they like drive by doing illegal stuff you know oh <laughs> I hate that that drives me crazy like, I'm like we're all waiting here for a reason you don't get you're not better than everyone you don't get to just call, call exactly. cut in front of us it's like passive aggressive yeah <laughs> so I saw I was looking up questions the other day because we were playing this game on the, on our morning show and there was a question that was um if you were on deserted island and all your like needs were taken care of, so food and drink, those are you're good there. What are two things that you would bring? Is there waves at the deserted island? Maybe. <laughs> so maybe. I a mean, surfboard. I would. I would hope so. <laughs> I mean, if there's a waves at this deserted island, I think I'd be set. If you, there's, you food. need a surfboard. Yeah, food, okay. water, surfboard. And then one more thing. Maybe sunscreen. Okay. <laughs> wow. Check you out. <laughs> um, what is your biggest fear? I think my fear is not trying like getting out of my comfort zone and trying things that I am scared of because like if like every time I like go beyond that fear and kind of go outside of my comfort zone I find that like it's so much better than it was that like what I was scared of it was like more like I just didn't have like the appropriate like I wasn't I didn't have like the like you didn't realize you could get there but until you got there right kind of like that yeah it's so much better on the other side of fear like it's just like a lot of times like it's just like way cooler but we're always in our own way you know what I mean exactly so like once you break through that you're saying it feels better on the other side than it did before you were scared right yeah yeah so like you just like get past that fear and I think like uh obviously like skydiving was something for me like that I was really scared of and I had planned on going earlier this year and the weather got in the way I was like you know what maybe it's not for me. Right. I was like, not in this lifetime. Right. And so then when I finally did it, I was like, why was I so scared? Like, what was I scared of? Like, right. you know, and I, I just like, I'm constantly looking for that way to like get outside of my comfort zone and like that's, try these new things. And I'm like, what's next? You that's know? amazing. That's such a better way to live though, because then you're always like pushing yourself and then, you know, you're like always going to be your full potential self. Without being stuck in like the, oh, I'm too scared. Because I think everybody deals with that. Like the fear of like, what if, 
You know, it's always not, it's never as bad as we put it up in our minds, you know? Exactly. If you're on death row and you get one last food, one last drink, what is it going to be? Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) I know. That's a really hard one, but I feel like it says a lot about someone. I'm always like, definitely alcohol if I'm going out. Yeah, yeah, that. And then for as far as as food, I, I would probably say like, Mellow Mushrooms tie-dye pie. I'm That's like obsessed. so good. <laughs> I haven't had that in forever. Me either, Now I so want good. that. Let's talk about your career. How did you get started? So you went to UNF. What was your degree? Did you, ha- did you, were you in photography in school or you weren't? It was advertising. Okay. So, um, no. <laughs> okay, cool. I mean, neither, I was PR, so same. So I get you. Um, so what made you get interested in photography and making videos and, and where did you start? So one of my biggest role models was my grandpa, and he was just kind of like a jack of all trades. Like he was a, not only like a forensic psychiatrist, but like also oh gosh, um, so cool. like a race car driver, an artist, like a musician. And he did all these really cool things. And I just kind of he set the bar really high. And like whenever I'd go visit him, he'd like have me do an art project or something. And I was never like much of like a drawer, painter, or sculptor like he was, but. Um, Towards the end of, end of his life, he um, got into digital photography, and that was something that him and I could share. And actually, I picked up my first uh, SLR camera, and he critiqued my first photo shoot. Like, I did, like, a, a photo shoot with, like, one of my peers in high school. I was, like, 15. And he, like, was like, oh, well, like, you need to change that. It, it was just really cool that, like, that he is- was able to critique my first Yes, and that's where you kind of fell in love with it because it was like something you bonded with him over. I mean, he wasn't my only role. Like my my parents were both are the same way. They love to like do so many different things and stuff. But he was like, as far as art goes, like he was just like one of the the people that like really like inspired me. I started my own photo business in um, high school and kind of wow in high school. So I mean, I was doing like uh, these cheap shoots uh senior portraits like yeah. I was competing with like the studios that were also offering senior portraits kind of thing and then when I graduated I actually worked for one of those senior portrait studios from high school so I worked there for like three and a half years oh that's cool so that was kind of a good experience yeah too. so yeah. I've just kind of like for the last nine years have like my you know path has taken all these twists and turns and it's kind of led me to where I am yeah today. So you've always been, so you've been interested in for a long time. Did you take classes in college or anything? Or are you kind of focused on the advertising side of your um, college career? So I, I actually did advertising because everybody was like, oh, you won't make any money doing photography. Um, I oh. wanted to do like photojournalism. That was like the thing that I thought that I was, the direction I thought I was headed in. Um, yeah. And I figured I could use advertising to like kind of like create the big picture thing like right. you know like I could talk to people I could like do the photos I could do the writing and all that stuff yeah. and, and that was my idea but it ended up not so you have your own business but you're also working at Lululemon you told me before too yes so are is your eventually like your goal to be like just this full-time and like ha- have consistent clients and like work with different um, people or or what would be your like ultimate goal for your business for my business is kind of it to grow and to something even bigger, um, maybe be more like a, like a media company, like where, where we have like a bunch of photographers that we can kind of like outsource and stuff like that and just kind of like 
own like the events and like the different competitions and like sporting events and stuff like that and just kind of be like you know right grow with that and just work with like the big companies in the industry absolutely yeah um are you working with anybody now consistently um, right now I'm, I'm shooting a lot of like the CrossFit com- competitions in okay. Florida. Um, I'll work with companies like they're more CrossFit mm-hmm. branded companies like the Chesty or May Cargo, Barbella Box. That was a shoot that recently happened. Cool. Um, and it just continues like the clients just kind of keep growing. And So do you just, feel like it's like your social or your like, do you, you don't do any advertising? You feel like it's a lot of word of mouth. That's like getting people to come approach you to get them to shoot their events. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that a lot of it has to do with word of mouth. Um, I kind of try to like create a relationship with yeah. like people that follow me and stuff like that. And just like build on that. Um, let them know that I'm an actual person instead of just like a camera, right. you know? Right. Um, so like, you know, utilizing like Instagram stories and and stuff like that is kind of like helps it kind of it's hard though because it's like another thing that you have to keep up with you know what would you say is like a day in the life for you so say you have to do a shoot or is every day really different (laughs) there's no typical day okay um like this past week I have two CrossFit competitions um uh, last weekend I was shooting one and then so this week is just trying to figure out how to juggle finishing up like 10,000 photos and then also working at Lululemon and you know like it's a hustle it's a grind yeah. and trying to find free time for yourself is like or balance I guess is a better word is can be tricky yeah can be challenging but I mean I think that it's the fun and paying your dues and like figuring it out and getting ready for uh the next competition that's this weekend. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So, is that does do CrossFit competitions happen a lot? I didn't even know that that was like such a big thing. They I happen don't... all the time. Really? Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. The one this weekend um, is going to be pretty big. It's one of my favorite ones to shoot. That's so. so fun. So, when you're there, like, what's that experience like? Are you just moving around as each person is doing their different thing, and like, do do you send the client the pictures and then they post on their website, or like, what do they do with that? All that. Yeah. So uh, basically, like when they sign up for the event, like we send out an email saying that they can sign up for photo packages. Those athletes will come to us like before they start competing, get marked. We are on the lookout for them every time they compete. Um, Oh, cool. And then after the event, we'll have like galleries for them to go through and just get those photos of themselves. So that's so fun. Um, What would you say is your favorite part of your job? The people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just, uh, you know building relationships and meeting new people and you know like everybody's really cool in the industry and I've not regretted any of my shoots because everyone's just been so awesome do you is there anybody that I've never heard of anybody doing that like the active photography is there uh, are there a lot of photographers who do that as well yeah are you working with a lot of people sometimes or is it kind of just you so there is a lot but I think that's because now my circle involves those people so now I'm like more aware of how many people there are okay gotcha that Um, makes sense but yeah the pool is smaller like if you think of like people doing modeling photos or like well I think of um weddings weddings that's like the big one for me because I've had a lot of girls in here who shoot weddings and I mean every single one is super talented like I couldn't even you know there's every there's so much talent so I just wondered if there is like if if you find like there is a lot there is more as you're doing this or if it's just kind of very rare well, I think that it's hard to find people that are just like 
in one niche. Like they're just yeah. like focusing on one thing. So like the the cool thing is is that while there is like a lot of talented wedding photographers or whatever they're into, um, a lot of times photographers will shoot like a bunch of different things and advertise right. themselves for that. So what the cool thing about like being more niche is that clients will actually seek you out because they're like, I know she shoots gyms or I know she shoots active stuff. Right. Um, and then they're going to come to you because they know that that's like your specialty. You right. Know? Yeah. And then you like, that makes you excited because that's what you really love. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I get to kind of pick and choose like, you know, right. Which is cool. That's awesome. Do you have anyone helping you or is it like if you go work at the, um, competition this weekend like does somebody go with you and you guys do the pictures together or is it really just you there's a team of five of us and then okay. we also have volunteers so, oh cool yeah we that's have like awesome. a big team <laughs> oh I didn't know that's amazing and yeah. it's all under your name like your business name that's not no that, oh, okay so that's actually like a, a a few of us are like have our own businesses and we oh, come okay. together and you guys do it together that's awesome um do you have any advice for other women who are listening who are trying to figure out their career journey like kind of like yours and trying to make it you know maybe their own versus working for someone else I think the biggest thing is just take the freaking leap you know like yeah. just do it because it's it is scary and mm. I get overwhelmed still I I feel like I I grind a lot and sometimes I'm like I don't have any free time like you know like and I I just kind of like get in my head about that but then I'm like no I'm working towards this and it's crazy to look back like where I am now and the gigs I'm shooting now versus a year ago because like I just started grinding and just you know really pushing myself to like do what I wanted to do and and, like found that like sense of direction and um you know just like really took the leap like just really believed in myself and and put yourself out there exactly you have to do the work yeah (laughs) that's the hardest part I think I've noticed like I think that that's like the biggest thing for people is that a lot of people like aren't putting in the work and if you just put in the work like it, it will happen it will happen yeah it, you it will manifest itself and I'm sure like with it with any job the more you do it the better you get so it's just a learning like you're teaching yourself and you're learning and and experiences with like clients have you ever had like a negative one have you ever come across I mean everybody in every career has had an incident where they're like oh my god is this really like my thing or what's what's happening right and it does happen and it's gonna happen continue to happen you know and I think the biggest thing for me in the last year is that I really have like up front like telling the people what they're gonna get and like there's no blurred lines like make a contract like do something like you know like be up front and make sure that every both parties agree on the terms otherwise you're gonna get taken advantage of right and like I feel like sometimes I can be too nice and I'll let them Like, which not anymore, but like at first, like I would kind of be like, all right, well, we're already shooting and now they want this. So I'm not going to tell them no, but like, I'm not making more money because of that. Like, that's kind of a hard line because you don't want to look like a jerk, but at the same time, this is how you're making your living. Like this is, you know, you can't really. Right. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So there's instances like that that come up that you're like, ah, you, you know, but maybe in the beginning you let them slide or something, but then you think like, Hey, I need a. It's it must be hard like to put that in because sometimes people put you in a weird position without you, them even realizing it. You know, <laughs> there's crazy instances where like a photographer will give somebody like their day rate and be like, "This is like um, how much it's going to cost for us to shoot like what you wanted over like two days." Yeah, and then the client will come to you like that same like it's shoot time, and they'll come to you. This hasn't 
happened to me thankfully yet but like I hear it happening a lot where they'll come and then they'll try and jam pack as much as they can in one hour and be like can we charge that as like a an because, hour rate right. instead of oh two I see days. what you're saying yeah <laughs> and, and that's just wild it's like you're not gonna get the quality well that's what I was gonna say is I feel like sometimes people don't realize like I think like sometimes when you hear like maybe someone's rate they're like whoa but like people don't realize that there's a lot of work that goes into it beforehand during afterwards like it's not just like you take the pictures and you're done like I'm sure you guys have to do so much editing and whatever like it's a lot it's probably a lot right a lot more than people think of Right. And, you know, sometimes, like, people just don't want to pay that much money for, like, creative yeah. services, you know? And that's right. the hardest thing is, like, you're offering a service and people need to understand, like, the right. biggest thing is, like, bartering. People want to barter all the time. They're like, well, I'll give you a gym membership if you oh, shoot yeah. photos for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I actually am, I've, I at first did that and then now I won't barter. I feel like that's like the fast track to like getting taken advantage sure, of. Sure. Absolutely. Because so. then once one person thinks that you can do it, then everybody thinks you can do it. You know what I mean? Or they'll be like, well, I'm giving you this gym membership. I need you to shoot this event. Okay. Well, that event's more expensive than the membership. Right. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. Like I'd rather just pay the membership for the gym exactly. and then get paid for my job and then pay you that way. <laughs> That's what I, I was like. I like money. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I want to pay my bills. Yeah, exactly. We all have bills out here. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So where can people find you and like see your work and follow you on social media and maybe hire you if you're looking for an active photographer or videographer? Uh, mainly Instagram. Okay. Um, just at Do you have a website or anything? Yeah, digitallens.com. Digital Lens. Is that yeah. like the name of your company, Digital Lens? Yes, okay. and it's a play on words. It's not L-E-N-S. It's Lens, like, like your name. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and if you go there, you can see how talented she is, too. So everybody go check her out and follow her and then hire her, okay? Lindsay, thank you so much. Thank you.